0: live
1: from oahu a man with giant areolas mike taylor
2: thank you thank you dear thank you for saying that and pointing that out well how you boys doing it is another one of these thunderdome lives it's episode 10 as i continue to try to get used to doing this kind of thing um had we done it 10 years ago i probably wouldn't need to do the radio show anymore but alas Here we are with our YouTube deal. It is the first time I've done it from my apartment. If you've not seen any of the previous episodes, we've been doing these things at the iHeart station here uh, in Oahu, where I live most of the time. And I thought, shit, I don't want to stay at the station that long. So we decided to move all my stuff here. And this is the first time I'm in my apartment, which now that I see it behind me looks a whole bunch, like a small motel room, not a hotel room, but a motel room where you commit crimes and pay for women or do drugs on the fly and leave. So yeah, but welcome in, I'm going to fix this background. Um, the guy we're about to have on has already pointed out that I might need to do something about the ambiance of the place. <laughs> and so here we are, we'll make do how we are. So, uh, back in San Antonio is, uh, DJ LG, our fine producer and the biggest Puma, Samuel Ladon Fries, who hails from Glen Rose, Texas, and of course, who is uh, never there here. on time.
3: <laughs> Why don't you where not be he? late for swear, Mike Reiner? I'm just Mike Reiner was early voice.
2: Sit down, disembodied voice. So anyway, we're are we are we are we having issues getting him on, Lawrence?
0: Uh oh, there he is. Hey.
3: Oh,
2: okay. Hello. Hey. Oh, there you go, dude. What's it's up? It's called.
0: I forgot to turn his camera on. Yeah.
2: Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I don't. I didn't want to make our guest wait while we explained who he was, which is why I explained who he was on the radio show. Not that everyone that's watched listened to that will watch this, but I don't want to make the guy wait. I've already explained to him that this is a bit of a birthday present for you, Puma. So oh, let's just bring him up Sam meet the great Mike Reiner uh, from his new home he just got he t- he told me he just got done moving recently and I think we've got him there he is. Hello Mike.
1: Hi boys. How are we doing
2: tonight? We're fine. We're fine. Did you know that I live in
1: Hawaii by the way? I did not yes this is I a am big news Rob I, for me.
2: Yeah, I'm emanating from the island of Oahu because my ex wife lives here with our 10 year old twins. And when our thing ended, I didn't want to move back home and leave the kids. So I'm kind of a pat now, stuck on the island of Oahu near Waikiki. So that's there I were the show from in this world
1: I would submit.
2: There are. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was the, there are worse places to spend a pandemic. So here I am, I get home as much as I can. I'm actually going back to South Texas tomorrow night for a week, which will be nice, but it's really super cool to have you on, man. And I feel like I know you, I know that everyone that meets you that knows who you are probably tells you that, but we really feel like we know you just because of like what we do and stuff. And I can't thank you enough for coming on. This is Mike Reiner. For those that don't know, he is the, is, is the, is the, is it? Is co-founder the right term? What's the term you're comfortable with? Because it's an unorthodox uh, story. It'll okay. Work. Co-founder Here. you and the, I guess the money you, you and the money there, y'all are all a bunch of co-founders. How many people Pretty were involved much. in, from in how many people were involved in the day one ops of the ticket in Dallas? Uh,
1: well, leading up to it, there were three that put the thing together. There yeah. was the money guy. There was a guy who was going to be the ops guy and there was me and my job was to go out and talk guys that I knew and that I thought could Mm -hmm. do this into jumping off this cliff with me.
2: A guy that has a fledgling YouTube show. Um, You said you had a money man. How the hell did you find the money, man? And how did you get that guy to give you money to do what you wound up doing? Because everybody knows it was a a shitty idea from the beginning, as far as everybody else was concerned but yourself.
1: How did you get this guy to give you the money? Everybody that I asked, everybody that I talked to about it in the days and weeks and months leading up to it said it'll never work here, despite the fact that sports radio was starting to turn up in big cities all around the nation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was going on vacation to a lot of big cities with my family. And while there, I would listen to these stations and I would think, okay, why can't that work here? Mm-hmm. And the same thing kept coming back. They say, number one, you're going to need a big signal, which you can't get. Number two, you're going to need a team so you can carry their games, which you can't get. <laughs> number three, you're going to need big name talent, which you can't get. Yeah, yeah. I heard it over and over again and fool that I am I just kept going okay but tell me why it won't work you know you didn't give me reasons you told me reasons why we can't do it but let's say we did it anyway why wouldn't it work
2: well it worked because of the content who gives a shit about the stick and the team you boys had the content
1: that's right uh, and nobody thought of those things then
2: Right. Which is, that's my next question. You're right. There were, I don't want to, I don't want to harp on old ancient memories. I just wanted to kind of set up your background here for us. There were other stations, as you mentioned, but I I didn't listen to them. I was in high school. I was actually 19 when y'all launched. I was a freshman at North Texas State. And you had me hook, line and sinker as a 19 year old kid, grew up listening to the same old talk radio in Dallas, which there were some, there were some good shows, but you guys were different. Those other stations in the other towns may have been doing things, but what you boys were doing was completely different. So that was the difference as far as I'm concerned. You know, how'd you come up with that concept?
1: Well, the main thing I thought about as we were planning this out and thinking about what the reality of it might be like is how do you manage the downtime? If there's a big sports story out there, hey, anybody can do that. But what do you do when there's not that much going on? And it occurred to me that at that time, I happened to be hanging around a bunch of guys that I thought could do that. You know, if if I could get it in their heads and put the idea in their heads that it's okay to do that, that it's cool to do that. And that we're really, if we're going to set ourselves apart, we're going to have to do that. Yeah. And they bought into that idea and we just went from there.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean, it all makes sense to me. I've, I've heard this story, but it like, I mean, it's, I'll give you a quick thing on me. Like I was, when y'all, when you guys went before you guys, as you know, we had Galloway was on doing his thing mm-hmm. who he's, and he's had a, he's had a decent influence on me for sure. Uh, I think my God, maybe Norm was on doing what he was doing over cliff. Mike Fisher may have still been on. I'm not sure at that time in 93, 94 or whatever, but man, I yeah, was he was around for, for sure. Yeah, I was 19. And so it was, you guys had me, not that you needed to be young, but as an impressionable guy, an impressionable guy that wanted to do this or do something in that business, you, you fucked me up. I had, I was never going to do anything else. Once I heard you guys doing what you were doing. And that was it. Thank God it worked because I don't have an alternative. I get fired today. I'm going to be homeless in a month. So (laughs) let me say thank you. But I'm, and I'm just so grateful that it worked out for me the way it did. Because after the influence you guys had on me personally, can't, I don't think can be numerated, honestly, really, it really, so it means a lot to have you on, man. I appreciate it very much. Well,
1: and I appreciate those nice things you say about uh, us and what we did how we influenced you and how we uh, made you see that there might be another way to do this other than the way it had been done all those years
2: well you know it, the other thing is that like um I, you've you guys have influenced people all over the country but the difference is is they're just they're just shitty cheap knockoffs as you know i'm sure it, it had i it, maybe not anymore, but it had to, as as the years went on it had to piss you off i guess or maybe st- Maybe mess with your cross, some to see. Oh, there's another ticket being put up in Arizona or in San Antonio. There's a there's some assholes calling themselves the hard line in God knows where. This blatant ripoff, like they could duplicate that, like what you did was so simple. That had to have that had to have. I don't know. If maybe it was flattery in some sense, but surely it also offended you, did it not?
1: It was a little bit of a double edged sword. You yeah, know, on the one hand you're flattered when somebody likes what you do so much that they want to do it too. And they want to do it, do it the way you do it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, on the other hand, let's have a little originality in this world. Yeah. Let's uh, come up with our own shit, you know? Yeah.
2: I'll tell you the difference between, um, with me, cause I've been accused of sounding like you or sounding like, the ticket or whatever. I don't think I sound anything like the ticket. I think if you were to listen to me on a daily basis, I think there'd be a little bit of you in what I do. I think you'd hear a little bit of me in what I do. And I think you'd hear a little bit of Galloway in what I do. And my my perspective on that is I was 19 when you guys went on the air and I was mm-hmm. in from day one. I didn't know any other way to really do it. Norm was Norm. He took calls and Galloway was his own deal. I didn't listen to him every night. You guys were the first station that I started listening to every day, all day, being from the Metroplex. And what I tell people that say, Oh, well, you kind of got a little Reiner in you. That's cool by me because A, that's how I grew up listening to it. I liken it to you go see a band play and you can hear influences in that band. They're playing their own music, but you can mm-hmm. tell who's influenced them. So right. I, Now that I have you on, I'd like to get, I want you to agree with me on that. (laughs) Well, I I do agree. I'm I'm from that town. So that's all, that's how I knew how to do it. When I started hearing, like I start when this thing went internet and I thought, okay, I can listen to other stations. I would say, okay, New York must be really great. Let me listen to the fan. Oh, they must be really great in LA or they wouldn't have shows in LA. I thought they were dog shit because they just had, they were nothing like what I grew up listening to when it came to what you guys were doing, you and Grego. And I, I thank God that I got this gig. Like I said, I could, I couldn't do it any other way, but how we do it because of the influence you guys had. And that's good. Thank God it worked out. Yeah.
1: And you know, I used to go around, like I say, and listen to those other shows too. And I'm, you know, didn't write them off or anything like that, but It was just sports, sports, and more sports, and I love sports as much as the next guy. Mm -hmm. But how many times can you talk about a certain thing and run it into the ground and everything? I mean, you say what you've got on something, that's all you've got. While you're in the course of doing a new show, unless you find out something that you didn't already know, you're probably not going to come up with something that's going to, you know, Make you further your position or change your position or anything like that. So, again, it comes back down to managing the downtime.
2: Sure. What are you doing with your downtime these days? I think you're still playing in the band, right? Uh, you're yep. doing podcasts and stuff. What are you doing? How old are you That's now, it. if you don't mind? What and what else are you doing?
1: I got the band going, okay. and yeah. I got a podcast going.
2: Okay. What else is going? That's it. Bunch of just a bunch it. of nothing. You don't seem like the kind of guy that can sit around doing nothing all
1: day. Uh, Well, actually, I've turned into that. <laughs> I, yeah, and I, I was really worried about it when I stepped away from the game because, yeah. I, I mean, it had been my life probably a lot more than it should have been. You know, I probably put a lot more into it than I needed to, put a lot more thought into it, a lot more worry into it, a lot more myself into it than I needed to and I don't know if I did a real good job of of balancing work life and all that I probably did a worse job than most of the others up there but I was also a lot more invested in it than they were sure um, sure now though I don't have that anymore and I'm finding that hey there's really something to getting out of bed every day or on occasional days mm-hmm. and thinking, man, I really don't have anything going these days. If I want to read a book, I can't want to go to a movie. I can I can do whatever. It's pretty neat.
2: How many days a week though? Do you miss it? If any, none. Wow.
1: None. There are, Why? there has not been one day yet when I really missed it. There've been some times when certain stories would come down and all through this last cowboy season, I kind of miss being on the air then, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I don't miss it at all.
2: Wow. I mean, honestly, I mean, I'm, I'm 47. Hopefully I won't get fired anytime soon. So this is my gig, but I hope to get to a point where I won't miss it either. Because I think like you, um, There were days, there's been times where I was, and I'm I'm sorry to make it all about me, but I just, kind I relate to you in that form in that I think that I have put my job ahead of stuff that I don't need to do. Not that you have any, I don't know if you have regrets. You probably don't. I don't want to, I don't want to regret putting this over other stuff. So I'm trying to find that balance now. Before I get too old and do have regrets. Not that you do, but I don't I don't want to, you know. Yeah. That's, that's the lesson well, I'm Adonis taking. Out of this is in there somewhere.
1: It's in yeah. there somewhere, and you gotta look for it. You got to strive to find it. It's gotta be something you really want to do, but it's yeah. in there somewhere.
2: Okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna bring on my my producer. We call him biggest puma, his name's Sam. He's from he he grew up in Glen Rose. And like I told you earlier, not that I don't, I didn't want to have you on. I've been, I've been thinking about reaching out ever since we started doing this, this thing here, but this is a bit of a birthday gift for him to have you on. I got to tell you, we have, we have, we might have Tim Duncan on. We might have Troy Aikman on to talk about his beer, but there'll never be a time and I'm trying to keep it cool, man. There will never be a time where I don't give a shit. I'm, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed to admit that this is a, a big honor for me. It doesn't matter who else we'll ever have on. There won't be a time where we're as jazz to have a guest on. I think I, I think Sam. I speak for you, right?
3: Oh yeah, I mean absolute lockstep agreement. It's great to have you on, Mike. Well, i don't, I'm very by don't
2: what you guys say? Thanks, man. Well, don't start off by with the way, Rangers. Talk right off the. Oh yeah, go ahead.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Glen Rose, I must add add this. I had an uncle who was a very, very big bootlegger. In Glen Rose back in the day,
3: Monty I guarantee Shorty. you, Mike. Yeah. I guarantee you, my family knows him then because my family <laughs> is, was, and is still highly involved in the moonshine game of Somerville County. Well, which bounce the name
1: Shorty McMichael off of and see what happens.
3: I bet. I bet. I see my. I bet. I see my grandpa's face just light up as soon as it's like a name he hasn't heard in years. <laughs> No, as, as Mike said, I mean, I, I echo a lot of those same sentiments. I mean, it was, you know, Mike talks about how, you know, he was freshman in college. You know, I was eight years old when y'all launched, and and that is uh, a, lo- a large, very large reason of why, you know, I wanted to get into this uh, industry, you know, where I am now. But I also, something else about you that I know Mike hit on the sports talk era, but as someone who is uh, – it goes through uh, a lot of steps in deciding the music for the show every day and takes great pride in putting the playlist together with all of the songs that we play and try not to repeat mm-hmm. songs and something that I grew up listening to you do, you know, curate the music and know, uh, you know, how important that was. It also someone who started in radio at a classic rock station here in, in San Antonio, I want to go back and ask about some of those, the days before the ticket and the days, you know, what was it initially since you didn't have sports talk radio growing? Like we talk about how growing up listening to it is what made us get into it. You know, what was it about radio or the industry, or was it just the music? What was it that made you want to get, uh, you know, involved in the zoo or in radio to begin with? Well,
1: Um, I don't know. I've always been a radio nut. For some reason, radio always seemed magical to me. And when I was growing up, going through elementary uh, elementary school and all that, all my friends would be watching, I don't know, My Mother the Car or The Many Loves of Dobie Gillis or whatever on TV. And I would be in my room with a transistor radio listening to Russ Knight, The Weird Beard on the Mighty 1190 KLIF. And the whole thing just seemed absolutely magical to me. Like, it sounded like this guy was talking to everybody in the world. And I thought that was so cool. I'd never dreamed that I would actually do it one day, because back then I didn't think there was any way I ever could do it. But still, that was, that was the thing that first, you know, set my soul on fire about radio did did Just you the mighty 1190
3: w- were you growing up already playing music or, or how old were you whenever you started to get you know more musically involved
1: i was a teenager uh early teenager it was when the beatles came out and i was probably about 13 14 something like that when i started i yeah. took the drums and uh, that kind of went on from there there was a time not too terribly well yeah it was terribly long ago too like about 20 years but there was a time that lasted for about i don't know 12 15 years maybe even longer than that where i put it down all together and i thought i would never do it again and there's a valuable lesson in there for you boys don't ever say i'm never going to do that again <laughs> because okay you the word never is very dangerous all yeah. right.
2: I wanted to ask you about, about Grego. I actually, I wasn't sure if I should ask him, Sam, I, I texted him. Hey man, what's off limits. He's like, nothing. We're good. Do you talk to him? How's he doing? Cause again, I, I was, I was a day one P one until I moved from North Texas, unfortunately, and wasn't able to be by the channel every day. But so I mm-hmm. was already gone by the time all that went down with him. How's he doing? Do you talk to him? How's that relationship?
1: Um the relationship has been non existent for a long, long time, but a uh, year, a year and a half or so ago, there was a documentary that was done on me. Mm-hmm. That sounds arrogant as hell. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: It's weird. No, I get it. I'm. I'm you know what? iHeart won't let me call myself a talk show host. Now I'm an influencer, which sounds like the most pretentious shit of all time. Yeah, but he's anyway. got all of his
3: links in his wow. bio. Wow,
2: you're an influencer? He's I'm an, an influencer, influencer with yeah. links in his bio. An <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry I cut you off, but I I, I get
1: it on a smaller scale. <laughs> but anyway, in the course of doing the documentary, you know, he was in that. She interviewed Okay. And there was a couple of things that were shot where we had to be in the same place at the same time together. Mm-hmm. And it was okay. You know, we, we did fairly well together. Now, yeah. I haven't talked to him since then, but for that one moment, we were able to put aside everything and be big boys. And, and it, was, it was good. And I'm, my feelings toward Grego have softened up a good bit over the years to where I think I could, you know, be with him sometime now, hang out with him a little bit and talk about it all. It was a, it was um, a weird time. As far as how he's doing, I, that, I don't know. I mean, you never could tell.
2: It was a weird day for me as just a a listener when he split, but then it turned out fine. But then the day that you decided, we all found out you were out of there. I, I thought, well, fuck! I'm not going to be able to listen to that station anymore. And I do. I I actually did not listen to it for a while because it wasn't the same. I didn't want to hear Beatlemania. <laughs> no offense to any of those guys, but that's what I grew up on. And when you both were gone, that was a dark time. They've come around though. I'm on me. I've gotten back into the habit of listening to some of that stuff now that I'm able to on on my little computer in my pocket every day. Yeah. What do you think yeah. about where that thing has gone up there? And how, how? What do you feel about how they're doing in your in the post, old gray wolf era?
1: Well, I think they're doing just fine. It's, I mean, as near as I can tell, it's still the best thing on the radio around here. And I don't mean just sports. I mean everything. It is. It, no. it still gives its listeners more than they get anywhere else. It's still genuine. It's still as it still has that off-the-cuff quality that it always had and near as i can tell they're doing fine and that's that's what i would want that's what i would hope for that's what i would want and if it were any other way i'd be very very disappointed sure. in them for letting it get wow. away
2: yeah this is a this is a broad question but you know as a i i need i need this industry to continue to thrive and keep going uh, Cause I'm not ready to retire. And as I mentioned, I've got nothing else to do. No other skills. Where do you see this thing going? Obvi- the ticket will be fine. Cause there's such a cow, but the rest of us out here in the hinterlands, where do you see this business going? The way this thing has consolidated, money's run dry, et cetera,
1: et cetera. Do you worry about the future of this thing? I do. I really do. It's almost like the entire business has been taken over by venture capital. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's true or not. It 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 actually has been taken over by venture capital, Mm -hmm. but when venture capital comes in, they ruin everything. They get rid of all the good people. They make those who stay take a whole lot less. And it's just a one way train (laughs) that goes downhill. And like I say, I don't know if that's specifically what's happening here, but mm-hmm. I worry about it. I worry that that's going to happen. That's happening now. And it's going to keep, it's going to keep right on going.
2: And well, which is why I have a good really guest on my it. YouTube show. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm trying to get, make this thing hum so I can, I can supplement what I'm doing. I in. I get, I think I'm fine, but I'm talking like you know, in 10 years, do I need to be focused on a new plan or something like that? I need this, this shit to work out at least a little while longer.
1: All right. I'm glad you didn't you ask him a Rangers need to be question. He's focused on a new plan, Mike.
2: Okay. Hey. Yeah. That's probably good.
1: That's probably true. That's
2: just a you sound get your Rangers, strategy. You want to get your Rangers question in? I'm, okay. I'm, I'm happy. Not that I'm anti Rangers, but he threatened to no, sabotage this whole night with Rangers talk.
3: He's absolutely anti Rangers. Mike, anytime he has a chance, he references I'm Nelly anti-Range. Cruz backpedaling uh, to try to catch a fly ball every single time mm-hmm. he can. It was a
1: horrible moment, but in defense of Nelson Cruz, let's not forget, the Rangers had several chances after that to win the game. They,
3: they also had play. in the... Also had Indy Chavez on the bench that could have been a defensive replacement out there in they right did. field as well.
1: That
2: ball was smoked. It's, yeah, no, I just it's, it. it's
3: easy to forget everything that happened after that one play. But yeah, no, that's a favorite reference of Mike's. I, do, I would be remiss if I didn't ask at least one Ranger question because as Mike notes, I am a massive Rangers fan and a large part of that is uh, you know, the content you put out there, you all doing Diamond Talk all those years after the game. And mm-hmm. I got to think, someone now that, you know, I thought it was uh amazing that they got you to voice the, the final home opener for the Temple in the last year of uh, the high school football stadium that it has now become. So when you see, you know, you see... That ain't the, right. Man. It's awful. It's awful. They should have just taken the thing down if you're going to... If you're going to build in the same as, you know, parking lot adjacent to the old one. But to see the new air-conditioned baseball field and then see the old temple that was, uh, you know, the gift that Van Clyburn opened up for us all. And then to think back to the roots and the early, you know, where the Rangers started here, there in Arlington. Uh, I, what What's the first what was it that made you was it baseball that you loved and then the rangers showed up in town or was it yeah
1: it was it was i was a baseball fan long before the rangers got here i've been a baseball fan since i was nine years old and back then we're talking 1959 1960 everybody was baseball fan was a baseball fan back then baseball was the number one game in the country It was bigger than the NFL, and the NBA didn't even rate back then. It was all baseball, all the time. And that's when it got me hooked. And it never has left me. It's always stayed with me. I like it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love both of those other games. I love football, I love basketball, but baseball is the game that I know best and the game that I like most.
3: Yeah, and I, I know Mike uh, likes to give me shit because I still am somehow a millennial that is still absolutely in love with baseball despite all of their attempts to uh, turn off their audience and try to eliminate their own game from the face of the earth. So it's, no, it's interesting. It's awful. it's awful. It's awful. And it's... it's it's awful that it's happening, but then it's even worse in the, uh, when you start to read some of the specifics of what, I mean, they're literally arguing over $50,000 here, $100,000 there. Uh, and it, it, it just seems it's, that's what you get when you hire a lawyer that hates the game to be your commissioner, but that's a whole nother story. I, I would yeah, ask, and oh, go I, ahead.
1: I, I, I'm so turned off by all of that that I'm just to mm-hmm. the point of, okay, you boys go fight it out amongst yourselves and let me know when we're going to play ball because I've been through this in the sixties. I went through it in the eighties, the nineties. I've been, I've been through this before and I've just had it with it, you know, however, not so much that it's made me hate the
3: game. See, and that's so you're you're
2: screwing. You're lying to him. I don't hate baseball. I don't like major league baseball. I'd at these. I would love to change. I just find myself. I would rather go watch TCU play Texas right now than work because I just it's majorly. I've got to get that out of my head. I've got to be able to separate watching ball. Like Mike said, let me know when you're done with the, all your BS, and I'll be back watching the game because at the end of the day, it's still baseball. I got to okay. get back to that head. Screen.
3: You say you don't hate baseball, but your ideal length of a season would be how long? Okay, well, so you want less, you want less baseball, significantly less baseball. It
2: comes up all the time, the future of Major League Baseball and the worry about young eyeballs and how they they, now become so expensive to play youth baseball. How are we going to get the kids all these things about time limits and shit like that? I've always said if they and they'll never do it, it's just me throwing out mad science. If they'll reduce the number of games in a season. I think it would go a long way to helping the league, but they—they—they they, they make money hand over fist. Look what—look what they're arguing over now because of all this money that they make. So that'll never happen. You're wasting Reiner's time now by throwing out my stupid baseball opinions.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I don't just, think that's a horrible idea. Okay, uh, I don't either. Not, a, not on his face. I myself think that there there might be more good than harm to come from something like that.
2: The historical harm might, I get, but I mean, but if you I were
1: mean, to lop off—I don't know—twenty, 20, 30 games, you still got a nice long season in there. I agree. Yeah,
2: yeah. I That's mean, a, I Puma, Puma, I We've been, been through <laughs> in, in the '40s. Yeah, you, you know, I don't care about how it's—it's it's a hundred it's and forty-year-old league. It's gonna—it changes, it evolves. Black guys couldn't even play in the '40s, and then they've changed the—the the distance, and they've changed the mound and the ball and. The humans have literally changed. There's nothing wrong with reducing, knocking 25 games off the deal. So there it is. It's got. It's been confirmed. You need to come around and just accept this as a good, as a good, as a good opinion.
3: I like sports, and I always root for more of sports. I he can wants never 200 support, Yeah, I can never <laughs> well, support. I, I like sports
1: too, <laughs> but I, I just don't know if a 162 game baseball season fits into the fabric of American life the way it once might have. That's, yeah. that's all I'm saying.
3: I, and yeah. I, I and definitely... I, and I think that's
1: something that they got to think of.
3: They do. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely see that. But changing the structure oh, of your don't game you to match up with no, 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 no. I'm just uh, as a as a strong baseball fan. As three baseball fans, we can have uh, some nice banter about the future of the sport. I just don't uh, bending to the bending to the demands of the attention spans of younger generation. I just don't see how that is uh, in the long-term best Sound interest like of the sport. Yeah, um, I do. I, I feel like the old I, I, man on this I would doubt very
1: one. seriously that it is. I, I would doubt very seriously that that's an idea that is getting any kind of traction at all as they go through no. this thing and go yeah, through know. these talks and yeah. whatever the hell they're doing.
2: All right. Well, man, I, I can't thank you enough. I didn't want to keep you more than about 30 minutes and I wound up keeping you right at 30, man. I, I I appreciate this very much. I we're gonna we got a hell of a kick out of it. It's nice to talk to you. And uh I'd say I'd be by the channel, but you won't be there about that. No, Thanks, man. I won't be there. This. All right. Shocked to well, find out you don't miss me. it at all.
1: Of course. It's of course. Good to finally talk to you, Mike. You too, a lot man. Of people you told too. me over the years that Man, that guy talks about you all the time, and you wouldn't believe the influence that you've had on him. And that's, you know, that that that's neat. That's neat to hear, especially when it applies to somebody like yourself that's having a very successful career on his own. And I thank you, man, you having me on tonight.
2: Absolutely, thank you very, very, yeah, very thank much. Thank
3: you, Ryan. I'll ask my papa about uh, what was his name again. What was the name? Yeah. Michael shorty
2: mcmichael right? that down. okay that. yeah yeah no, okay. i gotta they text it knowing. to myself okay okay cool all right
3: that
1: down. all
2: right man hey man thank you very much i, I appreciate it very much thank
1: you, buddy. appreciate
2: it all right all right
1: you guys have a good night all
2: right see ya. all right there he is the great mike reiner the old gray wolf it's i'm it's this is a bit surreal for me i we argued did, we baseball did, we did with slime.
3: reiner <laughs> like it's yeah i think i'm like i yeah. And, and then disagreed with him a second time. I liked it. That was nice. Double down. No, I'm not going to just you handle yourself. Gonna, well, yeah, I'm not going to give up my position. I feel, uh, I feel like I'm on the right side of history with that stance.
2: Well, well, if Mike Reiner doesn't change your arrogant stances and get you to at least try and come see somebody else's side, nothing will. But that's good. That's that's called consistency, and I support it. Puma,
3: I All guarantee right, you. Mike Reiner. Man, I guarantee you, someone in my family knows that that moonshiner he's talking of. There's Glen Rose is not a big place, and it's an even smaller community of uh, you know moonshiner people with uh, dabbling in the homemade brew there. All right, guess what we got tonight. This is so cool. By, by the way,
2: I'm good. How you like my little apartment? <laughs> the first time, we can probably get Reiner on it. I'm in my shitty little apartment. I got to do something about the ambiance. It's only man. appropriate. So, should I put like a big bookshelf like right behind me or like alongside the bed, I think for sure. I was thinking a bookshelf right here along the bed so you can't see the bed, right? And, you know, because it's in the daytime here too which is why you got the damn sunshine blowing through the curtains. You guys should see this view. I'm on the 25th floor and overlooking Waikiki and a volcano, but it sucks for doing YouTube shows because it brings all this light in. I'm thinking about putting bookshelves like right behind me and maybe I'll get a petty theft concert calendar or something and put up there or whatever. So it's the, so this is my apartment part of it. Anyway, you can't see the rest. There's not much else to see. And this is also not only is it a special night because of the guy we just had on, it's also a special night, man, because we have our first ever sponsor. And I can't thank everybody enough who have tipped our show on the buy me a coffee app, which you can absolutely do right now. We've also, if you, what, how much is it LG to do the super chat? What does that entail within the, uh, it that? varies.
0: You can, you can put in whatever you want, basically Okay. anywhere from can, five to 500 or something like that.
2: Oh God. Okay. Five to 5 million for $5 million. You get your name put to the head of the list and you can join the super chat. Also, you can tip us on the, um, buy me a dot com slash Thunderdome live site that you can go to and you can tip us while we're on the air. Thanks to Greg Abbott's eBreak who gave us a tip earlier. I noticed that while Mike was on, that was fun. And also it's a special night because we have our first actual live sponsor. Um, which maybe, maybe this thing will work for a year. If we're on the year in a year. I'll be, I'll be thrilled and delighted. I'd like to make it hum. And I cannot think, I talked to a cool guy last night by the name of, well, he goes by George. I gave him shit because he spells his name J O R G E. When I say J O R G E, what do you immediately assume his name is said? Like Jorge, Jorge, Jorge. His name is Jorge. He goes with George. Stone Oak ass mess and stuff. That's fine. He's got a great business. He married a girl from Boyd, Puma. The home of Greg the Hammer Williams. How about that for synergy? How about that for weirdness? Yeah, Yeah, no shit. So Jorge is from the Valley. He's married a girl from Boyd, Texas up in in the hinterlands near where we're from. And they, and they own a place called JM pool and spa. JM pool and spa has become the official pool and spa provider of Thunderdome live. How about, let's all give them a hand, <laughs> all the us give these people a hand They're sponsoring what we do. So badass! They are a Poodle San Antonio family owned and operated business. They do pools and they do spas. They renovate them. They fix chips. They service them. If you have a pool and you're needing somebody to come out and just help you monitor the thing because it's a pain in the ass to do it on your own, JM Pool and Spa will do it. They do monthly pool service, like I said, but along with major repairs, too. they are been in business over 25 years. They're super poodle San Antonio. They're licensed to install and repair electrical pool gear, too, and they just run a real great scene over there, and they just know what they're doing. So there it is, the official pool and spa provider, a thunderdome is jm pool and spots jmpoolspa.com jmpoolspa.com all right and you can also shoot us a tip on the buy me a coffee uh is it at what do i call it an app lg help me out associate djlg website. website website <laughs> website god almighty all right thank you to andrew covey Andrew Covey bought three coffees. Yuck, yuck, we'll do the come on now Spurs doing the 2K22 Combine Challenge on Saturday. Can't wait to hear, oh, the fake Wade Phillips is apparently going to show up. I mentioned Greg Abbott's e-break bought a a coffee too, so thank you boys for doing that. Thanks everyone that participated (laughs) in the chat. What are you laughing at now?
3: I just heard. Ba- I've already heard back from my grandma, and that. Oh, cool! Reiner was absolutely not kidding. <laughs> that uh, I, my family has crossed paths with a shorty McMichael in the post. Oh shit! That yeah. is hilarious. Wow. Lived, uh, P- Puma's camera died, by the way.
0: That's yeah, why I'm I can't back. put him on. I got to troubleshoot that. I'm so. back
3: to being a oh, bottle almighty. Voice.
2: Oh, that's okay. Yeah, this is how we always do our our radio gig. Well, So this this will actually I probably probably have better chemistry now. All right, so that was kind of cool, wasn't it? Having him on, I don't know if our normal viewers gave a rat's ass, but I was giddy. That was I mean that was I've, as close to going to see Santa Claus as a forty seven year old man as it gets for me. That was that was pretty cool, and he was so down to earth and chill. Not that I thought he'd be a dick or anything, but he was he was exactly the guy that I thought he would be that you that I've listened to all my life all my adult life for sure
3: yeah I mean it was uh I mean it talking about ranking birthday presents is always a dangerous uh dangerous game to play especially when my I'm not gonna blow you but I can give you especially when my roommate is uh in the room next to me and can absolutely hear everything I say I mean you didn't I'll put it in a Reinerism for it. You didn't wake me up in that special way, but that's the second best thing you could have possibly given. That was amazing,
2: oh, dude. Thank you. I'm glad that, that it worked. I'm glad that we were able to get him on. And took a couple of weeks, but he like he said he was in the middle of a big move. And good to see that guy. He looks good, sounds the same, and I did find He's, it interesting that he does not miss it at all. That was interesting. I yeah. thought he'd say that he does on occasion.
3: It's been long enough now, I think, maybe that it's a little easier to look back on and, and be, you know, satisfied in all the accomplishments and not miss or yearn for more. Uh I have to say he was I almost wore that exact same jacket he was wearing, that classic black <laughs> Patagonia. That would have been weird. I'm glad I I'm glad been, I, been, uh, yeah, I'm glad I chose, uh, wisely, but I, I will like, I've already had, uh, you know, half a dozen of my friends that I grew up with, uh, back in Glenrose that have already texted me. Like I'm fucking jealous. <laughs> like, I can't believe, can't believe you just did that. So yeah, no, that was amazing, man. So
2: cool. All right. Well, do you hear what he said though? Make oh, sure hey, you down. have a backup, make sure you have a backup plan. And I, I, I have one. I just, I don't know what it is yet. I, 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 now, I thought I had one for me. It was going to be teach. I guess it probably still would be. Thank God I've got my degree. Cause I'd go find some alternative teaching certificate program somewhere. And, and, and wind up doing that, you know, <laughs> knock on the wood. I don't, I don't want to have to do that anytime soon. So have a backup. Yeah. What's the old hunt
3: for red October line? Russians don't take a dump without a plan. I mean, always have yeah, a plan. Well,
2: well, that's funny you mentioned that now because they don't seem to have one with what they're doing now. Uh, uh, Tom Clancy was,
3: painted them in a better picture, in a better light. Yeah, he than he did. Modern yeah. day
2: leadership. Russia's proven to be a lot less powerful in person than they have been in Tom Clancy's novels so far for sure. But he also said, don't put this over everything. And no question he did. And we all know why. I mean, that guy, you imagine the, the that guy put, everything on the line to take a flyer on that thing and to have it do what it did had that station been 25 percent of what it wound up being it's a success story but no shit they're doing documentaries on the guy you know so that that was i'll take both of those under advisement i will always make sure that i've got a fallback plan and i'll always make sure not to put that over anything that hasn't And I I don't. I think I've done a decent job with balancing that out. You know, I've got this transgender fight now. I'm just trying to be a regular dad to four different kids with four different personalities, and I don't want to put this over that. But this is what pays for those people to live. You know, so you gotta you gotta find that balance. You know, yeah. And thank God for our and thank God for the viewer. Thank God for the listener. And this isn't this isn't rolling without y'all. And this goes back to why this is also a good night for me, because we actually have, you know, J.M. Pool and Spa now has jumped on board with us. And, but that leads me to say this, if you're out there and you want to, you want to sponsor this thing, this Thunderdome Live, you know, Puma's has not been able to buy a brand new pair of pants in a year. <laughs> Oh, Greg Abbott's he breaks back in here. Talk data point, poor Vita. Get that out of here with let me call on a taqueria talk. Uh, no, I was going to say, you know, if you want to support this thing, please do. Obviously, I'm not going to beg you, but we do have sponsorship opportunities for this show, and it's real basic, it's super basic, it's super easy. And by the way, this had, what we do here has nothing to do with our radio gig, zero. And I'm, I'm so grateful to my guys over at iHeart who have not, they, they told me, go for it, man, do what you got to do. We support you. And I really thank them because they could, they could be weird about YouTube and selling it and having sponsors. And they're like, yeah, go for it, dude. So if you're interested in supporting this program from a sponsorship standpoint, it's pretty easy to do. It's pretty, we got some basic stuff. That reminds me that the three of us need to sit down this Sunday and have a business meeting on this thing now that we actually have a little bit of production money coming in. Yeah, we should
0: probably have a business meeting since don't we're 10 we episodes that? in and well, we, we well, haven't well, had a well, single well, one well, yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
3: Here, Here's the more important thing. As I Holy continue shit. to have the conversation with my grandma, my grandpa absolutely bought whiskey from that family. Like I, I'm one hundred percent. Yes, like that's fucking that's amazing. insane. Yeah, wow, he literally. buys some
2: coffee from our show and support his grandson.
3: Yeah, they uh, they're that. familiar with Mac McDaniel.
2: Mac, okay. Yeah. Well, it must have been Shorty by Shorty no, on on Shorty. I think on, Shorty, on, the, I think Shorty on the was it was Shorty,
3: an uncle or a oh, potential other relatives. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Small. Very good. Small <laughs> awesome world, man.
2: All right. Well, again, that's if you want to help our show, reach out to me and I'll tell you how to do it. Why don't we sit down like Sunday and like, I don't know, have a plan on what to do with our our, our funds. Not that we have a lot, but whatever we can do to supplement our scene and keep us feeling good about doing our YouTube show, I'm, I want to do it. So thanks, everyone. and Just reach out to me about. Sponsoring shit lg how was your trip to san diego dude you've been quiet today I'm, i know you're probably tired you've been flying and traveling where you where you been where yeah, you man. been and what were you doing out in california i still think you're out there banging a chick but he acts like he's working what were you doing
0: Nah, i was uh covering an event the the ofc conference at the san diego convention center which is basically okay. like
3: only fans conference
0: no nah, yeah nice that would have been, been much better but no it was and like so on brand it's basically like a, a conference for a convention for network professionals that that live in like server rack rooms and like dungeons and. Oh
3: God. Yeah. Oh God. So, uh, yeah, okay, it, it was a bunch of
0: fiber optic cables it's and stuff sense. that I had no idea what it did. It's
3: literally the exact opposite of what an OnlyFans conference would yeah. look like. Right.
2: It's a it's a no ever have sex again conference because you're it's, a nerd.
0: It's people going in there and buying, you know, a server rack which could power the country of Norway,
2: basically. Right. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's e- it was fun though. EA wero 84. Damn it, I tried to change Abbott's e break to the Musk of Puma's beanie. Why didn't it change? Oh, he <laughs> couldn't get his name to change. He tried to become the Musk
3: of Puma's beanie. Man, that's a good. This thing is pretty musky, musky right now. When's the so last you get, time you washed it? Uh, this weekend, past weekend. Oh, okay. it looks well, it looks right, brighter.
0: It looks like it, it it got a little more color to it yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. It got it got So a that thing's been that thing's weekend.
2: been washed in recent days, it's probably had a bath since you've had one. Last, I, I kind of
3: thought that's where you were going with that. And I will plead the fifth on that. Thank you.
2: <laughs> uh, bring Rudy J and Hutch's guests. I'm not opposed to Hutch. We could go get Rudy on and that might get my managers to be like, eh, be careful yeah, over there. Tread lightly." I love Rudy J, but I don't know. I He's got, he's, he's fine. He's got, I like him a lot, but I don't know if we should. Let me, let me, let me file that away. Taylor, your curse exists. Cause we got no baseball. Go back to the mission and spell your blood again to stop the curse. I could do that. That'd be a good way to kill some time. Get an adult star on here. Lord love to watch Peter Griffin laugh, single Taylor interview her. I've been told that by a few people. I'll watch every day. If you get hot. Porn actors on or something. I mean, I don't know how to do that. What will we? What would I ask a porn star? Hey, how do you do all that ass sex and it doesn't hurt? Yeah, how did you? you, get you into how this? do you? How did you get into gaping? Okay. I mean, okay.
3: okay. All right. Before, what do you talk to a porn star about? <laughs> I would. A porn star is one thing. But I do think it would actually honestly be interesting to just talk to a girl that started business. an OnlyFans that is now paying all of her bills. An entrepreneur. Yeah, right, exactly. who's not That's rich. And some business. girl who's Correct. like
2: decided, you know what, this is a business decision. I'm 20, I look great. I can make a shit ton of money. Fuck it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And be yeah, cool. No, with I, it. And, and like some girl who comes on, we could do
3: something. I think you know, that interview it, would be way, way better than interviewing, you know, right. Zilla or somebody. <laughs> <laughs> what was the uh, real
2: infamous B job queen that was she? She her, the NBA Nancy player Reagan. was her big her big conquest. Hmm. There she had a name. There have been some very famous road lizards that got. on basically their job was yeah. to travel around oh, to NBA cities.
3: What you're talking about. Yeah, Not yeah, throatzilla. Yeah, yeah. No, that's Lyle Collins' go-to girl. Um, God, well, I know exactly. You know who, who I'm talking about. about? Yeah, I just yeah. can't. I can't think of it.
2: Yeah, there's some high-grade quality road lizards. There have been some that actually wound up getting married to three or four guys in the league. The NBA player will make a bad decision on you with women. And I'm not hating because I probably would too you if need I had that kind of this,
3: scratch. You need to watch this showtime, uh, this Lakers show on HBO. That's, I, do. There's, I a, do. there's a lot of bad decisions by NBA players being made in that show, just in the first episode alone. Magic alone. And the things that
2: he, the things that he put the Lakers organization through with his off the field prowess, all those times. Shorted McMichael just supported Thunderdome live with a tip, three coffees. The official Chicago policeman of the Taylor show just bought three coffees. Thank you very much, dude. I pre that's officer Joe. Hear from him all the time. Outstanding. Very good. Very good. Is 2010 Taylor coming to town? Fuck. You think the answer to that is homeboy <laughs>
3: <That's> <laughs> what time's that was flight? laying out. What time's that flight touchdown?
2: 1130 Friday afternoon. Homeboy. Wait till oh, y'all see how I'm coming home Friday. I told LG he couldn't believe it. He's, so, yeah. We got to know where the, where the drop-off point's going to be. So I'm going to get picked up in <laughs> style at the airport on, uh, Friday and I'm going to have the limo take me down somewhere. And I'm going to have Puma pick me up at the limo drop-off. Um, you're going to have the what? I didn't want the limo pulling up. Are you going to come with me and film all this for content for our YouTube show? The limo. Yeah. You got a limo. Yeah, I got a limo. I got a badass stretch white limo. Of course limo. you got a limo, like, yeah. Like Vince Young style.
3: <laughs> Was it, is it got a heart-shaped <laughs> jacuzzi them, in the back? Well, yeah. Have, does
2: there- it have poles? <laughs> Yeah, they- it's the VIP one. They, uh, is, it, is it a Taylor limo group-
0: or is it a party bus?
2: No, it's a limo. But okay. It's like, okay. Well, they, well, hang on. It's it, They asked me, do you we're going to send a limo. I said, I don't want no shitty, just generic black, dead body, funeral parlor limo. Give me the good shit. And so they're going to say, okay, we're going to send you the top fleet, top of the line fleet one we've got in the fleet. And it's a white stretch limo. Is white going to be, is that work? Yeah, for sure. So you're going to see this. Big ass fucking white limo out front of the airport Friday. And that'll be my ass getting in there. Nice. LG, can you come out and roll on that? Once you Uber out there, then you hop in the limo. We'll go somewhere and we'll have Puma come pick our asses up. We got to figure out where to have it, but drop us off at. That's the thing. I want to, I want (laughs) the limo to drop me off in like a really super, just kick-ass, badass puro San Antonio location. Since that's where we're going to be. Hmm. And not the not the Alamo, but something that everybody will know. What's the what's the most? I was gonna have it go to Puma's house, but okay. we've already given away too much where he
3: lives. I mean, go don't to the, need just have him go to the Alamo Dome, and you can see me standing on my front porch. Oh what's that guys.
2: crackhead neighbor gonna do? What are your neighbors gonna think if a fucking stretch pulls out in front of your house? Uh, be a funny I bit. Hope, be Jose's fun.
3: just gonna run out and get in, <laughs> like if he sees. Yeah, like. It won't phase him one bit. Like he won't miss a beat. He'd be like, hey, what are we no. doing? Where are we going? What's going on?
2: All uh, right. Yeah, yeah. So we gotta figure out a real cool spot to So that's the plan. I'm gonna I'm gonna have it pick up the me and LG point. at the airport and then take us to some sort of drop point. I like the phrase drop point. I swear point.
3: that sounds that literally sounds like uh the place you go drop two hundred dollars and get taken to a VIP room, the drop point. That's, that's very I, mean, I can have the limo.
2: <laughs> I, we could go have lunch at Sugars or something. I mean lunches are cheap at strip clubs. Lunches
3: are cheap and entertainment yeah. cheaper. Well surf and turf. Surf and turf. <laughs> oh, no, never mind. So seedy. So yeah, there's there's no have have you ever eaten seafood inside of a strip club?
1: You bet your fucking oh, ass. It's $4.99. Oh <laughs> yes. What do oh. you
3: think you're talking to? That's probably okay. my second Valid career point. if I get fired is running point. a club. You Just know? be I can imagine you being the club DJ. I could see that.
2: No, I'm gonna be the manager of the fucker. I don't wanna be the DJ. Although I've been, I've talked to I've talked to managers of strip clubs and they all say it's a beating. The money's great, but God, it's an ass whip. Oh, I'm sure half of awful. them are coked out of their yeah. mind. They're pains in the asses. I, I can I can only dance for an hour because I'm on that time of the month. And you're you're a, you're an asshole because just putting up with the girls is a pain in the ass. Call so that from that stem. I'll tell you what I would. You tell you what I actually. It's funny we got into this, and we'll we'll, we'll get rolling here pretty soon. I got to go. I got shit to do to get ready for this trip home. I'll go ahead and say this right now. I think I've I've mentioned this on the air, but I think we're on. I would say we're on first base right now. Don't, and it may be two years before we get to second. But the I feel like it. I'll go ahead and say it. the conversation has already started on a ground floor level. Yeah, of a future bar. I'll call it a bar, and I, I'm still kicking the tires on exactly what it would look like and what it would entail. There's no question at one point I would like to open up a small, nothing too gaudy, a small bar in Texas somewhere. Probably San Antonio. I know we're doing a YouTube show. And we're not supposed to reference a lot. I'd like to get worldwide, but since my home base is in South Texas, I think at some point, I think it'd be cool to open up a bar, and I will tell you that. I've already had some preliminary, very preliminary discussions. I sound like Matthew McConaughey thinking about running for governor. Yeah, what I was
3: about to say, well, uh, I've been told by people that could
2: help me with this that they think it's a good idea. And, I mean, I can see us, and now I'm just pipe dreaming, I can see us, like, having cocktails for, like, the the ass-whip martini, You know, the come on now Spurs, we have like themed drinks and shit like that. You know, Uh, the, the red romper, we'd have like a chick drink, call it the red romper. Right. It'd be funny. right?
3: No, that's, that's out of respect. It's very honorable. I mean, it would, uh, probably be the most ordered drink on the menu. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We'll make it something real, you know, something real, you know, fruity and chicky, you know, what do you think? What do you
3: think my wife drinks? Let me ask you that. Well,
2: (laughs) vodka Uh, tequila and soda water (laughs) i know we're trying to we're trying to sell it to other chicks though um and i could see us like doing shows at the bar my dream and i just hire you away from my heart and i just i just the bar would hire you it's the uh, part of your job is to produce the show
3: it's the Tony Kornheiser uh yeah. strategy. I mean, buy the restaurant, buy the bar, yeah. install yeah. install the podcast studio at the restaurant. Yeah. And then just to literally do the show from there, have lunch, go home, rinse and repeat.
2: Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by then this YouTube show'll be taken off too. So, I think it'd be LG, what do you think you're you're laying out? You think it'd be a good idea? I think it'd be, I think it could work in San Antonio. Yeah, I think people would come to it. We have enough Thunderdomers that would support it, I think. We'd have some of our hangers on. that We'd turn some people into alcoholics because they'd be up there all day long. But that's a minor
3: detail. Mm -hmm. Yeah, minor Mm -hmm. detail. I'm going to have to report back to you on the can of worms that Reiner opened up with Shorty McMichael. Like... Yeah, I my grandma, that my grandma, she will text and I will get the random text from her or, or, you know, I'll send her something. And, you know, it's usually about a five minute window between I get another text. She's rapid firing back. And my grandpa is like, how does he know that now? Like, I think there's some, I think there's some bad blood or some history <laughs> or something there that we will do some future reporting on because that awesome. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm still literally getting blown up by my, cause now my grandpa is taking, cause I can tell he's texting now. Cause it went from, you know, being my grandma's polite English to my, <laughs> my saying, how the hell, you know, that name.
2: <laughs> and don't be talking about that shit on your, on your <laughs> blue tube.
3: On the blue tube. off the internet. <laughs> don't be live and Keep, shit keep like these that. stories off your boob tube live. <laughs>
2: Oh man. All right. So what I took from Mike and we'll get out of here was people talk to him about me. I don't, I, I just don't know what to do with that. You hear that? Lots of people over the years have said that this guy was super influenced by you and I'm honored. That's a quote. Maybe he was lying, but I'm going to pretend he it's still was a quote. It's Dude, still a
0: quote, quote. put good. it on the tombstone.
2: All right, we probably shouldn't even have a guest on next week. No, no, I the bar's been raised some though. You know, that's funny. I get I still get more people talking about my boy Marty, the, the 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 music engineer who's married to the to the chick, formerly the Dixie chick, currently of the Chicks, who's been all over the world with bands and they want to hear more wild ass band stories. So I told Marty he should come on again at some point. Um actually, yeah, I was thinking We have Doc Garrett on for 15 minutes or so, either next week or the week after. He can be one of two guests or the only one if y'all want.
3: I think we... What do you think about having... He's so handsome. Let's have him next week because I might actually need to ask the good Doc some questions after our combine. Are you kidding? I actually oh, have you're right. I,
0: ha- I have an ailment I need to ask him about as well. You do? Yeah. Holy see? shit. Yeah.
3: There we go. I'm production good. meeting.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Your sex bones probably sore from three days in San Diego.
0: Mm. Yeah.
2: Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 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 It was more like yeah. 28
0: hours in San Diego.
2: Wow. All right. That it? No wonder you're tired. Did yeah. you sleep at all? <laughs> Not really, no. Not really. All right. All right. So no bullshit i gotta hang up and go get kids (laughs) it's daddy duty it's my last night here before my big trip so my uh do i get a quiet night alone to wash clothes and tidy up my apartment no come on need you to come get these kids come on i'm gonna go get my babies take them to dinner and come back and do some laundry all right for everybody that contributed to us tonight and i don't mean just monetarily just by making this part of your night because it's eight o'clock at night when we record these and we'll wind up getting a lot more views after we post this. But you boys that tune in here and watch us live at eight o'clock at night during the week, that makes it, that makes it dance. I have to tell you, I appreciate that very much. Thank you boys. Very, very much. So yeah, we'll have, I think we'll have Doc Garrett on and we'll, we'll, we'll have him fix you boys ailments and then we'll get into like maybe some really over-the-top, gruesome injury stories that he's seen over the years. And he loves to call out pussy-ass NBA players and football players, too, that can't handle the treatments, which is always a delight. Because that guy's got no filter either. So I thought we'd have him on maybe next week or the week after. Oh, and by the way, are we prepared to start doing two of these a week before we get out of here?
0: Um, As long as I don't have any Ooh. conflicting
2: stuff. Yes. Right, yeah, yeah. We understand that there will be times where that might happen. That's a link, um, like. yes. I was thinking we start doing Tuesday, Thursday when we record this. Obviously, I got to fly and travel across the world on next Thursday. What do you think about doing back-to-back nights, Lawrence? I'm down. It doesn't I know matter to me. I bet you'd want to spread some time out, but since I'll be there with you, Might as I'm well. thinking Why like, not? I don't give a shit if every night or three or four nights while I'm home, we just like go in there and open that shit up and just start talking. Let's do it. Just start going. Let's just start shooting the shit like we're doing now every night, at least for a while until it fizzles out or one of us passes out or something like that or gets a booty call or whatever. <laughs> right? Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, let's do it. Why not? Okay. Right on. All right. Damn. Right on. All right. Thanks, man. Puma, you going to be good? I am i got to figure out.
3: I'm going to go drink a beer to recover. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm stoked. I mean, I, I'm so uh, That was cool. Steph is, uh, Steph is not going to want to hear me talk about this for the next three hours straight, but that's what she has ahead of her. Cause yeah, that was fucking awesome. That was, that really was cool.
2: really fucking awesome. All right. Very cool. All right. That was all. Thank you to Mike Reiner. Um, the godfather of sports talk radio in that form that we do it, um, in this part of the country now, thank you to all you viewers. Thank you. Thank you to all who were going to watch this later on. Thank you for those that contributed. Thank you to our new sponsor, JM Pool and Spas. We'll do this again. Uh, Tuesday is my plan. Tuesday night and then probably even Wednesday night. Well, yeah, we'll figure it out. We're going to do a shit ton of these next week since I'll be actually with those guys in the room. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you on the radio. We'll see you on the YouTube show. Subscribe to this thing. It is Thunderdome Live. It is YouTube.com slash Thunderdome. Mike Taylor show or go to loveyouhardtv.com Like us, subscribe us, keep us rolling. We love you hard and we'll we'll keep the content rolling. Love you. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Aloha. Adios. Three, two, one. Andrew And
3: no, you. Come back, you puppy.